right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm. everybody. Mm. Here mm. we go. Mm. Now mm. we're gonna mm. go. Mm. Podcast. Here we go. We're going and going together. I messed Phew. up the rhyme. No, it's good. It sounded good. Everybody, you- welcome. Sorry. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, to welcome, welcome. It's a post about. It's a post. It's, it's a, pasta. a pasta. Anything's possible. It's a pasta oh. cast about ghosts and ghouls. What do you think is the is the scariest pasta? Scungili. Scungili is not a pasta. I don't know how to tell you this. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of fusili. <laughs> Scungili is scarier than any pasta. Wait, what is congeli? Um, I'm pretty sure it's just conch. Oh, it's okay. like a some kind of a shell animal slurry, if you will. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, yeah, you don't want it. You don't want to eat it. I was I was thinking fusili because I was gonna call it busili. That's or a bucatini. Oh, bug! That's good. Yeah. Uh, spooky getty. <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, man, what is the spookiest pasta? This is hard. This is really hard for me. Yeah. I actually think probably lasagna is one of the scariest ones. Because mm. it's, it's like, like a sheet ghost. You could wear a lasagna yeah. in the style of a ghost. Or it's like you could cut it out and lay it uh, vertical and make it a grave. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a great. Yeah, that would be scary. It would be cool to make like make a whole pasta horror scape. You know? Okay, we're doing it in like a diorama. <laughs> Honestly sounds really great. Yeah, I would love to do that. Oh. Oh, when you own your country store in the future, you can have a little pasta corner. My and, little brick and mortar. hmm Just like ghost shaped pastas, pumpkins. Skeletons, mm-hmm. witch hats. Yep, little brooms. Oh, oh my I'm god! So in the Halloween mood, I was just texting my brother Patrick about how Halloweeny I feel. Well, I feel like you could probably get a pretty sumptuous deal on some pumpkins right now. I—they're not in season. Somebody's still selling like gourds somewhere. Probably someone. Someone I could is get like a, a winter squash and carve yeah, it into, yes, that's or what I'm do like about. a turnip, perhaps. Well, we have a little plumpkin here, like a mini mini baby that I painted around Halloween. That like recently I squeezed it, and I was like, "Is this like rotting?" And it doesn't feel like it. It is though. Probably on the inside, deep it is. inside. I think probably the paint prevented air and moisture from getting into it but it it shan't last forever watch yeah. that because my brother patrick this same boy i was talking of earlier mm-hmm. um he was having like really bad breathing problems one year and was like what's going on oh, and no. he discovered that it was he picked up like two gourds that he had and they were just like full of mold oh, and as soon no. as he threw them away his his breathing problems stopped whoa just like sucking down spores I mean, I have to think, like, 
I know that some of the, I'm looking at uh, suspiciously at my plants right now. I know that some of these guys are probably moldy and gross. Maybe it's a it's a good time in the spring mm-hmm. to repot your plants. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, you, you might lose a couple of them. Some of them don't take kindly to it. It's but... it's fine. Yeah. Some of them, uh, I'm less attached to to the you know I, I'm not that uh, I'm not very attached to any of them to be honest mm. the one that I was attached to the aloe plant that I've had for like seven years when we we decided to move around like the entire apartment last weekend this past mm-hmm. weekend it looks kind great of, it looks fun but it was not good timing it was bad timing uh you had just got I <laughs> literally just gotten my first vaccine shot. Yay, everyone. Yay. In, in case we hadn't already said it, go get your vaccine. Get your vaccine. Get your vaccine. Go and get it. But don't, but not any sooner. As soon as you can. As soon as you can. As soon as you can. Don't steal it. Don't, don't, don't lie. Rob, don't rob a nurse. Don't, don't lie. Just don't, just don't do a fib. It'll, but, it's, it's not good yeah. for you or the world. But if you're offered fib. it, you know. Yeah, if you're offered it, doesn't hurt to take it. it. Take it. Go ahead and take it. But don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. Um, but my freaking aloe plant, because I had just gotten the shot, I had a dead arm. Mm. We're moving around. I'm painting the scene for you here. We're moving around stuff in the office, okay? There's a there's like a seven and a half foot tall bookshelf with the aloe plant on top. And I was like, can you hand me the aloe plant? And I guess it was like the plant itself was so dead in there that when Zach like moved it to bring it down, it like topsied over in the thing and rained dry soil down over like everything. Oh my God. It was, and so it was just like sitting on top of dry dead soil. Yeah. Yeah. So when it moved, it was just like, and it just like shifted and just dry soil oh. down everywhere. So now I'm like, Fuck you, aloe plant. I trusted you for seven years. I had a plant for that long that I pruned back and it killed it. Oh, It but was the, a I, philodendron and it was I getting out of hand. it was supposed hand. to be good for it. I, I don't know. I think I just probably caught it at a bad time. Mm. I have two orchids right now. Ooh, and lovely. I didn't realize that it's normal for one of for them to like lose their flowies, mm-hmm. and then the, they become sticks, and then they come back. Yeah. So I thought one was dying, but it's it's not dying. It just needs to. It's 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 going through a cycle. Yeah. If you shall. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just have these two sticks for a while mm-hmm. as as plants. Do you water them? Very infrequently. Because we have an old orchid that is also just sticks, and I've never watered it. Could be I dead. Should, that could be I dead. Should throw it away, maybe. Yeah, I do like a, a fourth of a cup once a week. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I. It's certainly dead. Yeah, or like an ice cube, once a week. Ice cube's a good idea. Yeah, I could. I I might just save the planter and put a new plant in there at yeah. this point. Um, shout out to the bad wife uh this is not a person but it is a a nice corner store 
It's a beautiful on my old block. store. And um, they have great, great plant selections mm-hmm. this time of spring. If you're in the Where nave, get if all you're in Brooklyn. Plants. Oh, yeah. I still I have gonna... a snake plant. My rubber tree was from there. One of my fillies is from there. Aww. Yeah. I think I'm going to – I'll probably go this weekend, and I might even text you for suggestions on which ones to get because mm. I really don't know my plants. But If they have a fig tree, which they might – Mm-hmm. You should you should get that fig tree. Did you have one in your old place? I did not. I did not. Mm. I didn't get enough light. Um, no. my rubber tree only lived because I put it like literally right next to the window. Mm. Um, I have to figure out what won't kill the cat. Also, mm. mm-hmm. Cause she yeah. like she does like to crunch and munch. She's definitely she loves a salad. Mm-hmm. Lots of salad. So do mine. My guys love yeah. salad. They'll go for it, you know. Yeah, I'm thinking when the weather's better, I'm just gonna put all my plants on the screened-in porch and let them thrive. That's nice. Mm. You could also once in a while we plant cat grass for maybe, mm. and she loves it. It only lasts for like a couple weeks, but she goes fucking crazy. Maybe I'll try it. that with them. I'm I'm a little nervous to shake up their world too much. Oh, I think it'll delight them. You could make them a little garden. You could put a little picket fence near it. They'll love it. One thing they love, cardboard. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? It's salty. It's Mm. scratchy. They love it so much. They'll eat it forever. I have to just take it out of their mouths. Their little stupid mouths. I think for them, it's like licking like a Ritz cracker where it's just like tasty, salty delight. I don't know how this happened to me, and I think I created it, but so Blue Blue, God rest, R.I.P. baby, he wouldn't eat food unless it was on a, a flat paper plate, <laughs> and neither will these cats. No, Stephanie, uh, you trained them. They've caused it. Uh, they oh, won't eat no. their food unless it's on a flat paper plate, because they don't like their little whiskies getting touched oh. by a bowl. And so the other night I heard like this sound that I can't even replicate. It was like, like over and over again, but like rougher than that. And I was like, what is going on? And it was Goose licking the plate clean. It had nothing on it. And he was just licking a paper plate and it was so sad. I was like, why are you acting like an orphan? Why? I do feed you. I did have to give him more food, but he was just licking the plate clean. Sometimes maybe we'll, she has a sad banana, you know, the Mm. famous sad banana. Famous. And I will hear a sound that's also like, and I'll be like, what the fuck is that? And I'll look over and she'll be holding it. Like, yeah, licking it in her hands, licking it. Yes. Like a little freak. Yeah. That's what Blue Blue did. These guys, they, they sometimes like their sad banana. But it's it's more about um, Goose carries around his rainbow ribbon dancer like a baby oh, blanket. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I'll find it all over the place because he so needs cute. it to be near him at all times. So it's really cute. really sweetie cutie. Baby, oh. everyone get a cat. Dude, get a, I almost got a third cat this week. Just oh my god. <laughs> Get the cats. Get them all. Take Ugh. them before I do. Please, The number please. of times I've said, should, should we get a cat for our cat? Yeah. I do think she needs one. You guys could probably do with one more. 
I do think we could do one more. I just am worried. I want to foster one mm. because I want to make sure that I don't fully adopt one and then it like ruins our existing cat's life. Like, yeah. If they don't get along, I want to be able to like humanely not keep the cat. Yeah. Um, That's important. So, you know, it's something that I'm curious about. I do want to look into it. If anybody has a perfect baby kitty in the Brooklyn area. Yeah. If you want me to test out watching the cat at my house for a few days, email us at that's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could set it up. This is a, you know, heavy cat PSA cat corner of the mm-hmm. podcast, but I think necessary. Yeah. Did anything spookily happen to you? I'm trying to think. I, the one spooky thing that I can think of this past week that happened to me is the other night, Zach and I were FaceTiming with our friend Molly. And that night I had a dream where the second we got off the phone with her, like, and this was being in the dream being told to me by like her girlfriend in the dream. Her girlfriend was like, yeah, at right after we got off the phone with you, Molly went to the mailbox to check the mail and she got hit by a car and died. And it felt like so I don't often have dreams that people died and it felt so real that I like woke up. I was so upset. I was like, oh my God, I just had the most realistic dream. It was really sad. And then I told her because I was like, I have to tell you I had this really sad dream. It was so intense. I, I, yeah, I've only had like two other dreams that I can think of where somebody is just like in dies in the dream which i guess maybe it's more common for other people but that felt very spooky to me i've had only a handful of dreams like that too yeah yeah so that was my only thing. last night i had a messed up in a kind of fun way dream Ooh. i let me see how I can describe this. In the dream, my mom and I were fighting. Mm-hmm. And I went to go refill my miniature pink dolphin tank. Ooh. In, um. And uh, I spilled most of it on the floor of the Costco that we lived in. Oh. And I could not find the dolphin, no. but then she telepathically told me that she was hiding in the sink out of fear. Oh, and I found her. do that. Yeah. I am delighted by having a mini pink dolphin. Yeah. Oh, I love She was that. very sweet. In the dream, I would put my hand on the water and she'd come up like this and nuzzle it. I'm sure you've seen photos of little mini porpoises that just, they look like joke smiley faces just like yeah. put on a fake animal. Love them. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. That's yeah. fun. I love it. It was fun. I was so, so, so worried. And in the dream, like halfway through looking for the dolphin, I manifested that my parents' two dogs were there and I was like, they're going to eat her. <laughs> and then they appeared, but then thankfully she was fine. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but this year I've been having really, really intense, wild dreams every night. Every I've, single night. Have I feel like I've been the opposite. I've been having the same dream almost every night, and it's always, oops, I'm outside without a mask on, mm. or the classic, oops, I'm outside without shoes on walking around the city. Yeah. Or a combo. Mm. but i love a vivid dream that sounds wonderful they're all they're all just real crazy style like that i watched a film um which i was texting you about which i did not like called synchronic um i won't spoil it for anyone i mean i would love to hear if anybody did like it let me know your reasons but it was it's the gist of it is that you can take like a there's a designer drug pill that you can take that brings you back in time but Hmm. only for a few minutes but it was a cool con i can't even get into it cool concept i didn't think it was well executed that seems like a good story you can go back but only for a few minutes there's no way it works out well it uh, yeah it doesn't really work out well um <laughs> visual effects cool uh always story bad um sure. i didn't watch the golden globes i didn't even know how no me neither no that's not scary though i guess well yeah i don't know i think um nothing really scary happened here that i can think of Keep on worrying that my house is gonna fall down because mm. of the because of the snow melting. I don't know why I think this. I feel like if anything, as the snow melts, it's less likely to fall down. Well, when the snow melts into water, goes into the soil, can oh, create. I see. Uh, you know, maybe your foundation isn't great. And then you have a you have a soil basement. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my fear. I think I think it'll be okay. I'm hoping. Okay. You know, there's truly literally nothing I can do to prevent yeah. it from collapsing if it's if it's gonna. It was it was so windy here last night that I yes. was up thinking that I was like something's gonna smash through this window. I kept thinking someone was knocking on my door last night. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah, I I had to walk around the house a little bit because I didn't know where a lot of sounds were coming from. Oh, God. And then I realized it's just the wind. Yeah, it was um, really loud. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, March is in like a line and out like a lamb. That's true. It's going to be close to 60 here next week, supposedly. Wow, what? Yeah. I can't wait. Holy can't shit. Wait. I'll probably just be inside by accident all day and not even open the blinds, so I'll miss it. But maybe I'll set an alarm. I know. I keep on opening my windows when it's a little bit nice and then being like, oh, yeah, I have storm windows on. Like, this this window's still closed. <laughs> like, realizing yeah. it at the end of the day, like a I've, goon. <laughs> I've been doing a something that's probably very unhealthy, um, but similar to a casino where you don't know what time it is, I have closed all of the blinds in the office so that the time of day doesn't isn't a factor 
Mm. So the day goes by quicker when I don't notice time. <laughs> no, that, that, yeah, I just talked about this to my therapist. I think the way I put it was I'm every day I wake up and I wait. Yeah. And then I go to bed yeah. <laughs> and then I wake up again and I wait <laughs> and then I go to bed. And then she was like, <laughs> today she was like, you're worse now than when we began. And I was like, I you don't do know hate to hear it. To you really do hate to hear it. <laughs> I do appreciate her being like, tell you, you should, what, I don't know how we've done you it. You should get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, she's got a hard job this year. That's true. That's All true. For sure. Do. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know, how it is. well, listen, wow. I, uh, I was I was picking between two styles of topics today, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to save this the other one for next week. Okay. Um. Or actually, I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll just save the other one for next week. Okay. I got this is a little bit lazy for me. It's a list. Oh. My, I am also doing a lazy list today. It was. It's been a hard couple days. Yeah. It's a list and it's, you know, it's a list of yokai. <gasps> Yay, you know there, that I always love to There are somehow that. ones that we don't know about. I, I feel like there, there are like, millions. There are millions yeah. of them. And they're you know, constantly it. more and more every day. Ugh. The first one, and again, always, I'm very sorry about these pronunciations. Ashinaga Tenaga. Does this ring a bell? No? no, I don't. Sometimes think so. I don't know. I don't think we've ever touched this one. So this is not a single yokai, as we know, everybody, Japanese ghosts, but two separate entities. Okay. The name is an amalgamation of the names Ashinaga and Tenaga. Ashinaga is a human-looking yokai with extremely long leggies, while Tenaga is a similar-looking yokai with extremely long arms. Okay. The lore says that each man comes from his own civilization full of people just like him, and the stories claim that the two men seeing each other were like, oh, we complement each other and decided to join forces. Ashinaga clambered onto Tenaga's shoulders, and the two soon the two were wading into the waters of the Kyushu, gathering fish too far out for men on the shore. Um, so this also kind of implies that Ashinaga has not only super long arms, but also like really good reflexes to be able to just like catch a fish with his hands. Wow. Yeah. So they're pretty tame. They in that they don't they don't like want to really mess with people, mm-hmm. but it is said by some Japanese fishermen that if you spot the Ashinaga Tenaga fishing out in the shallows, bad weather was coming, so you should be careful. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if you're already out on the water, this is especially bad news because you know you're fed. Well, sure. I think you would also, I mean, I would be like, oh, God, bad weather's coming. But then I would also be like, ah, that person's arms are so long. I'd be scared. 
I'd be scared. I'd be like, how are they standing on the water? Oh, they're not yeah. standing on the water. They're standing on something else. And also, what are those fishing poles? Oh, they're yeah. arms. Yeah. Scary. There'd be a lot of levels to this. Yeah. And then then after that, you should be like, oh, my God. And it's going to be bad weather. Yeah, and it's bad weather. Unbelievable. Bad so day. the second one I'm going over is the Nikomata. And this is a cat yokai. Oh. Cats? Well... Folklore claims that there are, okay, two types of yokai that both fall under this name. So I'll just talk about both. The first is a straightforward scary monster. Like cat eyes, the body of a dog, eats people that wander into the mountain territory. The body of a dog is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And... The more modern, interesting, and the one that I like. So, in this bit of folklore, house cats that grow old will eventually leave home. So they just, like, leave. They wander off. Grow a split tail, the mark of the Nikomata transformation. Whoa. And go live in the mountains. These mountain Nikomata vary in power. The lore states that the worse a cat is treated during its cat life, the more powerful it will be as a Nikomata. I know, I know. I can't imagine a cat being treated poorly. I know. All I want is a weak as hell Nikomata because every cat should be treated like a queen. This is not good for the negligent or abusive owner. Good. They will be haunted by the Nikomata. Good. With visions of dead loved ones until the creature is satisfied. So until they think it's fair. Oh, kitty's revenge. Yeah. Uh, the Nikomata also are said to have the power to raise the dead. Oh my god. Yes, and control them with commands from their paws and forked tail. I love it. I really, really love it. Wow. Um, This yokai is also sometimes blamed for fires and other bad luck. And the stigma around it is so strong that some Japanese cat owners began removing their kitten's tails. No! Just in case. Which I feel like you're creating a very powerful Nikomata when you do that. I mean, it's not going to stop a magical cat from happening. Yeah. Yes. That's so stupid. I don't know. There's some artwork of a Nikomata playing a musical instrument too, but I didn't find anything about it being mm. a like a, a, a thing, maybe just this one in particular. Yeah, it's just a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one I'm doing is the Biwa Boku Boku. And this is something that we haven't really talked about in terms of this word, but it's a Okay. Tsukumogami. Tsukumogami, which is an artifact ghost. What does that mean? So this is like an artifact, a thing that becomes a ghost. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. Okay. So these yokai are like creepy versions of the singing, like household objects in Beauty and the Beast. I'm... Uh, I'm there. I love yeah. it. 
So this particular one, there are many kinds of this. This one that I'm talking about right now, the Biwa Boku Boku, is a traditional East Asian string instrument and the body of a Shinto or Buddhist monk. Oh, so the face is like the like if you think about any string instrument has like a wooden uh, flat part and then like a you know hollowed out that's that this is the neck of the instrument and then the rest mm-hmm. is just like a monk's body wow yeah oh, uh, when the biwa boku boku appears he is either going to sit quietly in your house weeping about his loneliness and playing a biwa which i guess is an instrument that i'm i'm just not aware of or he is going to be a huge asshole (laughs) dance around your house clinking his own head to annoy you i can't say i would do either way he is going to lament about his loneliness this is just like a like a future bob dylan ghost (laughs) how can you avoid either of these things well, don't neglect or ignore your biwa. Okay, practice mm-hmm. your biwa. All mm-hmm. right. The yokai is somehow tied to your personal instrument. So That's cool. If it appears, it's because you have made the instrument feel ignored or useless. Oh man, I would be haunted by so many things. I have two instruments in the music room that are haunting me. Oof. Nonstop then. The less oh. here, play your biwa. Or get rid of it. Or just or give it away it. to somebody else who wants it. Yeah. You can't leave an underplayed biwa around. That's how you get a yokai. Damn. I wonder if parents use that to be like, practice your fucking biwa or else it's going to turn into a ghost. I hope they to scare do. children. I yeah. do think that there's some kind of like bad magic in owning a beautiful thing that you don't use. I, if that is the case, then anything nice that I own is haunted because I, the only things I'm using are like my computer and my pajamas. Well, maybe specifically something that's meant to be shared or played. Yeah. Creative thing. I think, I think that like it, you know, to me, those things have an, an intrinsic, I don't know. Mm-hmm. energy it's just like if it's just sitting there it does feel like it rots and becomes something a little bit you know scaly spooky. yeah i mean tell it to the guitars and you know in the other room like oh boy yeah but those are mainly zach's right most of them yeah so if <laughs> they can, anything come he'll, for get, he'll get haunted <laughs> i think i could fight the one that's mine I have another household object for you. Okay. Or how we've learned to talk about them, the Tsukumogami. This one is called a Boroborotan. So it's a bit more nefarious than the whiny biwa. Boroborotan is born when a futon, Mm. the Japanese nap mat, has been... You guessed it, ignored or underused. I would never oh, suffer from this. Wow. I would use a nap mat probably too much. Uh-huh. Best case scenario when your napping mat turns on you is that it will loudly leave your home to go have a raucous party somewhere 
with all the other discontents. What? Tea kettles, biwas, and other household objects. Oh my God. I mean, let it, I'll let it live its That's life. That's the best case. Yeah. The worst case is it's going to float around your house and try to strangle anyone that it can find. Oh my God. Yeah. It could probably just, just whack if you. If you aren't going to take a nap, it wants you to, it'll make you take a nap forever. Wow. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to die from futon. No, I don't want to either. But that's why, like we said, I guess it's maybe like a gratefulness and mindfulness thing of like, don't just stupidly have a lot of shit you don't need. Mm hmm not really an american idea (laughs) and i'm scared for myself (laughs) right now uh the next one on the list is the one yudo so this is more akin to like a western idea of demons um than any of the other ones on the list so far it's a it's a giant uh, it says it's a giant insane person's disembodied head what? But I'll just say maybe a giant upset person's disembodied head trapped within the spokes of a flaming ox cart wheel. What? That's what it looks like. That sounds really so scary. Cart, yes, very scary. Some stories claim it is the spirit of an evil warlord being punished for his wickedness or that it is the ghost of a monk who is undergoing penance for past sins. Oof. Either way, not great. The one Yudo is in constant pain from, you you guessed it, being attached to a wheel mm-hmm. and patrols the roads late at night looking for souls to join him in damnation. Jeez. It is said that one look from the one Yudo is all it takes to kill a person and condemn your soul to hell. In some versions, the one Yudo collects only evil souls in return for his eventual freedom. But other tales tell of a more indiscriminate yokai who takes anyone he can find with no regard for whether or not they're virtuous. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you keep yourself safe? Some families will keep prayer charms around their houses to ward off the demon. And if one is seen, they know to keep away from the windows since one, even if one survives the gaze of a wanyudo, Mm-hmm. Ruin is brought to the family. So even if you see it from afar, it locks your eyes with you and no. it doesn't take your soul, it does ruin your life. No. Yeah. Not just yours, the entire family. So one thing I would say to do, outlaw wheels. Yeah. No, thank you. No I mean, more wheels. No, and generally. no eye contact either. No, no, no. Not but out also, the window. If you see just like a wheel, a lone wheel. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-mm. So my next one is, of course, Kasha. This is another cat yokai. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Kasha is also associated with the dead, though not in the same way as the Nikomata. Whereas the Nikomata will raise a corpse to gain control over it, you know, with the hands and tail. Hands. Paws. The Kasha is more like a grave robber. Oh, shit. So it's kind of more anthropomorphic in that it's like it's human-like cats with flaming tails. 
Mm-hmm. So it's it's more like a cat person. Uh, and of course, you know, flaming tails. Sure. These yokai travel by burning chariot. So, wow. In an effort to steal the bodies of sinful people before they can be buried. Wow. Oh my God. I do love the idea of being like, ugh. All right. We have to go to like Uncle Reggie's dumb funeral. We all hated him. And then like, what? What's that? A f- fire chariot With covered cat. in cat people taking away his body and laugh meowing? <laughs> Oh my god, that's the ultimate to get Love out of a it. funeral you really don't want to go to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not have to pay for it. Great <laughs> for just like some asshole that you only know because yeah, like everybody you're hated to this them. person. Yeah. In some stories, a funeral is suddenly under a dark cloud, and from the cloud, a large bestial hand reaches down to snatch the corpse oh my god <laughs> once the body wow. is broken the soul is then brought to hell nice to keep their family members safe safe a fake funeral is held to fool the kasha sometimes and what? a second secret funeral is held to bury the dead i don't know if like to do this you would have to be admitting that the you're right, the person I was that died say, was an asshole. How do you have that conversation of being like, so look, we should have a fake funeral, right? Yeah, do you guys think we should do like we should just do one something to throw off the kasha, just, just in case. case, just in case. I can imagine this happening in my family. I can imagine them having that conversation for me. Maybe no, like, actually, no. You're right. No, I'm not but- simple. No, and also it's very funny the idea of one person bringing it up and another person in a family being like, what? What are you talking <laughs> about? And being like, oh, we were on very different pages about how we felt yeah, about that. Or just assuming life. it being like, okay, so like the fake funeral set up, the secret one's tomorrow, yeah. and having to like take it back and explain why you've done this to the yeah. rest of the family. Oof, painful. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it happens. Probably. The next one on the list is a Futakuchiona, an unfortunate aspect of much folklore around the world, I will say, Mm. is that a lot of, like, the scariest spirits and ghosts are women, cursed women, evil, dead women, and I, you know, I think that's sexist, and there's a Mm -hmm. lot, there's problems there, and, well, this is one, this is one. The Futakuchiona is a prime example of this. This yokai is described as a Japanese woman with a second evil mouth. No. On the back of her head. No. Yeah. A woman can become this type of yokai in a number of ways. One story tells of a husband accidentally hitting his wife in the back of the head with an axe. Yeah, it was a super accident. I'm sure it was a total accident. Oh my god. That you couldn't avoid hitting your wife in the back of the head with an axe. Oh. That was on purpose. Oh, ouch. One story tells of a husband. um, Oh, wait, no. Okay, the wound does not heal, but instead becomes a second mouth. Why? No one knows. Joke's on him. In another version, the woman is the wife of a cheapskate who does Mm -hmm. not let her eat. (gasps) <gasps> fuck that oh person God. the second mouth grows 
and uses the woman's hair to eat twice as much as the woman normally would. Wait, the wait, hair, wait, wait. The hair, like, um, becomes like hands. I was and gonna so, like, say the hair would come around and pick up food and shove it into the, the second hair mouth. like a muppet is yeah. stealing food and eating. Wow, and I putting love it in the that. Second mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All the while mumbling obscenities at the husband. Scary. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no at its host, at the woman. Oh no! That's so much worse. That's way worse. The oh. final story is of a stepmother, which of course always get a. You know, they get a bad rap. Yeah. Who withholds food from her young stepdaughter, starving her to death. The Mm. second mouth is said to be that of her dead stepdaughters. So it manifests on the back of her head. Awful. And forces her to feel the child suffering while lamenting all night. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, um, you know, no matter what version of this you you think about, it's... um, always a woman's shortcomings uh you know leading to punishment of some way Mm -hmm. which is a favorite of many cultures so sad yeah terrible i do like the hair being used as to gobble gobble the food yeah i do like that but i wish it wasn't mean to her Uh, yeah i don't want the obscenities to be said so the last one i'm gonna go over today is the nuritabi and this one is invisible. Mm, it's said to bar the road from travelers who are unable to get around him, no matter how far they walk in either direction. Whoa. And the, the Nurikabi became a bit of an excuse in feudal Japan, late to work. Well, had a Nurikabi blocking the road again. Yeah. Uh, those in the know, however, never needed to employ such a dumb excuse. Legend has it that if you tap the ground near it with a stick, it'll just disappear. Okay, come on. I then, know. Then that excuse doesn't hold, and you know. It, 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 it seemed like such an insurmountable problem, and, and then it's like, oh, wait a minute, here's a stick. <laughs> like, okay, here. Yeah. It's yeah. easier than getting rid of, like, a physical person in front of you. Yeah. So it was depicted as, or thought of to be invisible, but then in the Edo period, the creature started to be depicted as this, like, white beast that kind of looks like, um, Falcor <gasps> from The NeverEnding Story, wow. but with three eyes. Um, cool. I like it a lot. It's, it's fun looking. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of, of this spirit, like, getting long, short, and tall, depending on what needs blocking. Yeah. I also like to think of this one as kind of omniscient in that it has a reason for doing that that no one will know. Yeah, maybe it's protecting maybe. someone or could be could preventing be. you from danger. Yeah. I also like that it's like a dog where it's like nunchuck. Oh, a stick. Aww. Oh, a stick. I maybe love it a is stick. A, dog. a ghost dog. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, those are my kind. My kuyokais. I think that we definitely Love should look them. into more um, Tsukomogamis. I think that the uh, artifact ghosts are something that we've kind of always liked the idea of. Like, there's the roll of toilet paper. You right, have. the toilet paper ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I find, uh, you know, delightful. I think there are yeah. probably so many of them out there. And I think we have to find them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
for wow. sure, for sure. I love it. Yeah. I mean, let me do real fast. Let me just see if I can find any more. Okay. We'll see. You might find a lot more. If I find a lot more, I'm just going to save them all and we won't talk about them right now. Yeah, as it turns out, there's a million. <laughs> Are there? There's tons, yeah. Wow. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, well, you've probably we're going to have to do the a spectacular Hokusai, on them. the lantern ghost. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Well, Hokusai is the artist, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And the lantern ghost, we have talked about her before. Yeah. That's Oiwa, I think, right? That is Oiwa. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. I love She's scary. Lantern. I love that print. It's so creepy. I like it a lot. Yeah. She's cool. She's a cool one. I would hang out with her. Yeah, a lot of cool woodblock prints of um this kind of ghost as well. Ugh, we should get books of prints of yokai. Yeah. It's a good coffee table book. Mm. I would love that. I would really love that. Yeah. Anyway, I love it. I think you should do a spectacular on all object ghosts. I'll try. Okay. Try my best. Well, today, because, you know, I'm I'm dreaming about once I have my second dose, yeah. just traveling, going, seeing things. So I'm going to just talk about a couple of haunted hotels on, around the world. Oh. oh I tried I'm to... I know. I miss, like, oh, my God. Imagine, like, room service. Like, are you kidding? I can't imagine it because I've never had it. But I never had it? No. No, Robin, I've never stayed in a nice hotel before. Regular hotels have it, too. I don't know how to tell you this. I've never stayed at a hotel with room service. Ever. Well, okay, we're going to go to, like, some hotel and get you some room service because a continental breakfast even if it's just pancakes and oj and coffee that's it's a that's heavy yeah right i can't imagine no the only places that i've ever stayed have been um oh horrible <laughs> like <laughs> really bad well all right well i can't wait to go to, to a real list. hotel We'll One add day. that to the list and we'll go to a hotel. Great. You got to get room service. It's a, it's just wonderful. Great. I don't think actually it's possible most of these places don't have room service. That's so, okay. But I'm still dreaming about just traveling in general, you know. Hmm. First up, we have the Dragsholm slot in Denmark. And some of these are uh, castles that are now hotels. Great. And that this is one of them. It was built in the 12th century, said to be haunted by the ghosts of two women, that's us, mm -hmm. and the Earl of Bothwell. It's rumored that one woman used to work as the maid in the building, while the other was the daughter of one of the previous castle owners. The Earl of Bothwell was alleged, allegedly imprisoned in the castle and died in the cellar in 1578. Whoa. Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. Probably but just was an earl. Probably being an earl in wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Sad. 
Um, but to die in your cellar, like he probably had some wine down there. I should hope so. If you're living in a yeah. castle with a cellar and you don't have wine down there, you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, I mean, like, it specifically says cellar, not dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Build yourself a dungeon if you want to die down there without wine. Okay, next up we have the uh, Tofteholm Hair Guard in Sweden. Oh. I, ugh. Sweden, Switzerland, anywhere, anywhere. I want to go anywhere. Anywhere with a wonderful goat. Mm Mm-hmm. Guess at this 14th century former country manor. Set on the shore wow. of Lake Vidostern in southern Sweden. Sounds fucking heavenly. Yeah. Have reported several unexplained incidents from strange noises to doors and windows being shut in the morning when they had been left open the night before. Oh. The hotel is thought to be haunted by the ghost of a young peasant boy who fell in <gasps> love with the daughter of the baron who owned the home. Like Princess Bride? Like Princess Bride. Oh my god. He seems and- like a little bit older than the two other boy ghosts that we found out about from New York State. The yeah. one that's like, I found the golf balls. <laughs> and just oh my like god. sells them back to the man for a dime. Those are like precious, precious yeah. child. Precious like, boys. Those are precious boys. This is like a teen. A young boy. man, if yeah. you will. Um, and similar to Princess Blyde, she was forced into an arranged marriage with a man chosen by her father. Oh, probably a earl, knowing earls. I know. Well, sadly, the boy who loved her took his own life in room 324 on the morning of her wedding and it's believed his spirit has remained there ever since that is horrible very sad next up we have the monte cristo homestead new south wales australia Hmm. now this one sounded a little familiar to me so i apologize we've talked about it before but Built in 1884 by Christopher William Crawley, Monte Cristo Homestead Mm. has had its fair share of tragedy. Mrs. Crawley died 23 years after her husband uh, came... Wait, what? I'm confused by the sentence. Mrs. Crawley, who died 23 years after her husband, okay, came to her demise aged 92 of a ruptured appendix. Renowned as the dominant ghost haunting the homestead, she is among many ghosts witnessed by current owners. Mm. So, yeah. I Honestly, at 92, you know, your appendix ruptures then. You, you got to have a good run. Sign you off a good on run. That. Yeah, yeah, you got that's honestly it, it could be way worse. Yeah. Um Okay, the Brown Palace Hotel and Spa in Colorado. Your palace? My palace. Hotel and Spa? That is what your palace would be. I know. It would be like Food Emporium, Hotel and Spa, and Petting Zoo. Um, This Colorado hotel holds regular ghost tours during the month of October. Thank you for doing that. That is correct. Um, Telling the stories of unexplained paranormal activities reported by the former guests and staff throughout the years. Tales include sightings of a railroad conductor. Yes. Which I love. Just someone shouting all aboard like all day long. Going into a whistle and just checking tickets. I love that. Um, I love this one too. There's also been a ghost string quartet scene. Yes. In the San Marco room where musical performances were held. Yes. I love love that. that. Can you imagine like being on a Zoom call like at work? 
suddenly there's just like a string quartet and you're like don't mind that sound seriously you know I unfortunately I can't turn it off it's yeah sorry go away I guess at some point I don't know apparently the quartet um one time was spotted by a bellman working and they said to him we live here wow which is really scary I do like the idea of a bellman being like, <laughs> sure you do. Yeah. And then later being like, we what? 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 Those guys? Um, okay, next up we have the Langham Hotel in London. Hmm. It opened in 1865. Relatively young hotel for London, to be honest. Hmm. Um, visited by several literary greats, including Mark Twain, Oscar Wilde, and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Also frequented by a number of ghosts. The most common is a man in Victorian evening wear in in room 333. He's said to appear only during the month of October. So he's cool. And he knows. He must have met his demise then. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he must have been going to a Halloween party. Another guest. Uh, claimed to have seen the figure of a man in military attire said to be standing in the window of the fourth floor. And that is said to be the ghost of a German prince who jumped out of a window before the start of the First World War. Scary. Huh. I wonder, like, I feel like we're missing elements of the story there. Like, did he hate wars? Was he afraid of wars? Did he personally cause it? Yeah. Did he slip and fall? Did he slip and fall? Was it unrelated and it just happened before the war? Unrelated. Wow. I know. I'm sorry I don't have more details. Like I said, this was not on you. This was a lazy one for me. (laughs) Um, We've got the Jekyll Island Club in Georgia. That's just asking to be spooky. I know. It was born spooky. But it's a luxury hotel. It's luxury. Mm. Um, People like J.P. Morgan famously stayed there. Cool. Many years later, after he did, uh, guests reported smelling his famous cigar smoke, which I guess he would walk around the hotel smoking on his balcony and just, like, being a rich person. Guests reported smelling his cigar smoke at the hotel uh, at the same hour that he was known to go on his balcony and light up every day. Um, A railroad tycoon is also uh, said to visit his favorite suite from beyond the grave. Who knew? I mean, sure. I guess I would too. I don't know. Can you just go wherever you want if you're haunting stuff? I guess. Because, like, if there's one thing I've learned from our years of research, it's that yes, anything. Yeah, there aren't that many rules. Mm -mm. Okay, next we have the Heathman Hotel in Oregon. Um, Three rooms there are reported to be the most haunted rooms in the hotel there are frequent complaints of drops in temperature unexplained noises and other paranormal activity um many claim to have seen a hazy face watching them in the shadows which i don't like that no objects are moved around and towels are found soiled with no explanation which is disgusting what if you're in a hotel mm -mm, no what ew yeah Next up, the that Anchorage just seems hotel. like it could be a bad employee, though. Yeah, things moved around in dirty towels. It's like I don't think if you yeah. told me that and I worked at your hotel, I'd be like, mm, "Your room's not haunted." Sorry. 
Um, Anchorage Hotel in Alaska. Um, let's see. The supernatural occurrences that take place there are attributed to the death of police officer John J. Blackjack Sturgis. He was discovered shot in the back with a bullet from his own gun just steps from the hotel. Weird. Rumored that he returns every year seeking justice for his unsolved crime. What happened? No one knows? No. Wow. Blackjack's secret. Wow, maybe a ghost pulled his gun out of his holster and shot him in the back. It was like, Ooh, now I'm not alone. Ghost on, ghost now on we're two crime. ghosts. Ooh, that's scary. Mm-hmm. I bet a ghost would do that. Depends. Depends on the relationship with yeah. the ghost and the person. Yeah. Okay, we got a fun one. Hotel Berchianti in Italy is full of ghosts, with guests claiming to have seen children skipping down the halls, a woman knitting in a chair, and a maid doing her cleaning rounds in the early morning hours. It's just a family. Well, I will show you a photo of this place later because it is so scary looking. There's really? A yeah, there's a room called the Fresco Room. Um, I'm looking this up. What's it called yeah. again? The, the I was going to say the Bucatini Hotel. It's close. B-U-R-C-H-I-A-N-T-I. And and then look up Fresco Room. Because that is a room where Mussolini once stayed. And people report feeling like they're being watched and feeling an icy breath on their faces. All right, let's see. Are you seeing the fresco room? Let's see. I'm seeing too many rooms to to, to count. It's called Hotel Burkianti? Yeah. Okay. It's in Florence? Yeah. Ooh, I think I am looking at it. Yeah, is it this one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. A lot. It's the the uplighting, the the, like the frescoes. Um, there's too many seats. There's a lot about it that I don't like. The lighting, I think, is really high up there, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I get wanting to draw attention to the walls and ceiling, but then you can't see what's right next to you. No, there's got to be a better way to light it. Yeah. Ugh, this yeah, one this I is do- scary. I want to go to this one, the Mermaid Inn in East Sussex, England. Love. That's centuries old coaching inn. It has a turbulent history involving brushes with smugglers and degenerates, most notably the Hawkehurst gang, um, who used labyrinthine, labyrinthine tunnels under the inn to bring smuggled goods from the beach. Yes. I love like that. An expensive quab, maybe like uh, Probably like booze from ships. Or treasure. Treasures. Mm-hmm. I like to think of it as just shells, but I know it's not. Yeah, nice shells. The, the mm-hmm. finest shells you could find. Mm-hmm. Um, chairs are said to rock unaided. Ghostly visions of men in mid-duel. And wow. clothes that become wet when placed by the fire. <gasps> wow. Scary. Okay, I'm only going to give you a couple more um beep, boop, boop, boop. let's do the oatlands park hotel in surrey uh the welsh rugby team feared its lodgings here were haunted last rugby world cup according to reports 
An apparition is said to stalk the Tudor wing of the 19th century hotel that was built on the site of a 16th century palace that Henry VIII constructed for his new queen, Anne of Cleves. The ghost of a woman of common descent is said by hotel staff to be perfectly of, of a perfectly present disposition. Sounds great. Wow. They, they call her the Grey Lady. She seems wow. nice. Um, Chillingham Castle in Northumberland, England. Uh, has a gruesome history of executions. Traitors met a grisly end by a variety of means, including being hung, drawn, and quartered. Today, visitors can visit the torture chamber. No. Note the sloping floor designed to allow blood to drain away more oh. easily. Oh, God. Awful. The castle is believed to be haunted by a host of ghosts, but only the brave should book a staying in the pink room where yeah. guests report seeing flashing blue lights in a spooky phenomenon that is come to be known as the blue boy i feel as though oh there's also the blue boy at gettysburg uh oh yeah yeah that you know he's blue because he froze to death outside um i I also think that if i go to a hotel and they're like the room we have available is the pink room i'd be like pass i'm gonna find another hotel yeah i'm not staying in the pink room it doesn't seem even if it's like a classy pink it's probably There's not going to be. feels off about it. Yeah, I'm not excited to go in the, into the pink room. Also, what was I going to say about this one? I forget. I had another thing. Mm, Flora slope to let blood drain away? Yeah. While I understand that that helps a little bit, blood isn't like water. It's still all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's going to be sticky. You're slipping and sliding. You still got to mop that stuff up. Yeah. I guess if it's a torture chamber, maybe you don't. Yeah. Maybe it well, adds to the vibe. Maybe. Yeah. But you know, I it's feel a bodily fluid. It's going to grow stuff. Maybe they maybe they got buckets of water and they, they rinsed it down and it rinsed yeah. easier. Or they let some hogs lick it up. Ooh, ew. They I would guess do they it, though. would. Ugh. So gross. Probably they would. They would definitely do it. They would mm. hog it down. Yeah. Oh, all right. I only have one left for you. This is Aerith Castle in Falkirk, Scotland. The sound of children playing can be heard in rooms 3, 4, 9, and 23. Mm. Heavy footsteps can be heard outside room 14 before suddenly stopping and disappearing. That's you know, classic hotel ghost. Um, people have also reported hearing cries and screams believed to be from a maid who was attacked by her master and left to die. Oh my Awful. god. Really terrible. Um, additionally, a ghost dog with a predilection for biting ankles roams the hallways. Also mm. very scary. Mm. And a groundsman reportedly haunts the lowest floor of the castle. But that's, that's fun. As a groundsman will do. Yeah, I mean, that's his grounds. That's his grounds. But the rest of them, I wonder why, like, so many hotels have imagery of of child ghosts playing, like, with a ball in the hallway. Does that suggest that, like, all of those children died at the hotel? Yes. Interesting. I feel like anytime I I hear about a child ghost, you never hear about the murder. Or the death. Definitely. Um, I'm wondering, too, if... You know, we think of, like, traveling and staying in hotels as, like, a brief stay. 
but maybe in the olden times it was longer stays yeah that's probably true summering places and stuff like that maybe I don't really Mm -hmm. know but it would seem like a lot of kids just died hotel died (laughs) yeah that is very sad yeah I'm scared of that I think I think yeah longer stays does make sense because I yeah I think people even now, even still some places they like, you can rent a hotel like you would an apartment, basically. Crazy to think yeah. about. And get room service every night. Oh, I remember once, my, my first year of Emerson College, some people got put in the Doubletree dorm because oh, wow. they were building a new dorm. So people, some people had rooms in the Doubletree. Wow. And they had they got fresh chocolate chip cookies <gasps> every single night. That's so nice. Yeah, what? it's messed up. Yeah. It's I mean, messed up that they got fresh chocolate chip cookies every single night. And not it's messed up that not everybody did. It was only it was only nest because when I would go to visit like a friend there, they'd be like, chocolate chip cookie, you can have one. I'd be like, you it was luck of the draw. Okay, uh, you're not better than us. Yeah, you're not, you're not better. A, you're not in this this dorm because like you're fancier than I am. It just yeah. so happened that you're. Yeah, dorm but was- they would just be like, "Do you want a, a cookie? <laughs> Here's my doorman. <laughs> Thank you, Clyde. Thank you for God. the cookies, Clyde. Follow me, everybody. Follow me to my elevator." And we'd be well, like, "Fuck you, Lauren. Wow. Thank I- you for the cookie, though." <laughs> I mean, those cookies are so good. I do remember that, like, I don't even remember if they were good because they were good. It tasted good to have a free cookie at a hotel. And warm, no less. I lived in the 92nd Street Y for a dorm for a while, and that was pretty rough. Yeah. YMCA housing, I don't think is on, you know, on level with Doubletree life. I mean, the room... The, the combo of like the room was so small it's the size of my bedroom here because it was Ooh. two twin beds that were just in an l shape but it and was then, two it was you and a roommate yeah it was me and a roommate Awful. and we had like communal it was like communal bathrooms that were just basically like y public y bathrooms mm-hmm. that we had to shower in and then um like the kitchen was just like a tiny like communal closet room with a microwave in it it was bad that is bad that does seem a lot sound a lot like my emerson dorm which is you know r.i.p it is gone now it's something else the one cool thing about that it had a duncan baskin robbins on the bottom of it and (gasps) i didn't go ever because i had no money and only a food plane yeah you got to use those cool. flex points, you know? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, I use my flex points once a week to get a Caesar salad. When And the rest of the time, I just went to regular, like, uh, what's it called? What is it not called? cafeterias. Not cafeteria. Dining hall. Oh, dining halls. Yeah. I don't know how to tell you this, Robin. A lot of the plates that you have in your in your home are from... The little building, Emerson's mm-hmm. dorm room, because Zach that did steal sense. them. That makes sense to me. I get the vi- I get a strong dorm vibe off this cup. 
oh yeah, that wasn't an Emerson cup. The plates that you have that are like bowl plates that have yellow and green. Stop. Um, those are from there? Yes, they are. Yeah. I use those like every single night. Yeah, that's Emerson dorm oh uh, dining hall plates. I'm going to bring that up. I can't wait. Yeah. This is just another way that I'm throwing your boyfriend under the bus. First, I talk about him accusing me of stealing forks. Now I did I'm outing that. him for stealing. I mentioned that. He, he, like, he like laughed and he was like, I don't remember that. And I was like, just be honest. So funny. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's amazing. Ugh. You gotta yeah. ask it's about great. those plates. The it's story great. of taking the plates. They're really good. It had oh. to have been stealing food inside the plates because it doesn't make any sense to me to take the plate by I itself. Mean, yeah, I yeah, I gotta think that you were just like secreting a food or plate out of there, and then it accidentally followed you yeah. for the rest of your life. I remember I was I bragged about taking all of the all of the um <laughs> I went into the dining hall and there was like a barrel of trail mix and I stole all the dried banana pieces out of it wow. one day and I I remember being like yeah I took them all to my friend and and I'm just being like that was you why would you do that wow and like getting really That's mad awesome. and I remember being like They'll replace it. And he's like, I don't want just raisins and nuts. <laughs> yeah, he's like so mad. Wow. Incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. I remember one time, I don't know who I thought I was, but I was, it was like when I first got my meal plan at UConn when I got there and I hadn't experienced like a true dining hall before. Like, my old college, they just basically had, like, a cafe for a dining hall and then, like, this weird diner, like, that I would get a Caesar salad from once a week. Mm. Um, and I went so crazy at the dining hall, like, right when I got there. I remember one day I realized, I was like, oh, I can take as much of everything as I want. And so I piled up on a plate just strips of bacon. like. Yep just like a mountain of them and I was like they're all mine they're all for me Mm -hmm. and I ate all of them (laughs) yum we had a special day I'm sure I've told you before called potato pile up and this was a special day called potato pile up where it was just waffle potato fries but they were thicker than usual Yum. That was the base. They'd go in those special bowls that you use right now. Yeah. From my college. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on top, some kind of a uh, special sauce. Mm. And then just stuff. It was like pre, it was definitely pre, this was like 2005. So pre rice bowl, mm. like era. Yeah. But in the spirit of a rice bowl, but way worse for you and potatoes. God, that sounds so good, though. I remember my friend Danielle was all about potato pile-up day, and she would hog out, and she was so, so, she was like a little musical theater dancing person, and she would be like, huh, isn't it so crazy that I can eat so much potato pile-up? And everyone would be like, shut up. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Stop. Go sit with uh, Lauren and her free uh, cookies. 
Ugh, all I did was like eat ice cream for every meal because I was like, you guys are fucking idiots for getting salad here. Like, there, you know, there's no rules, right? I was, I was a salad girl. I would get so many disgusting, filthy meals. I would I, do like, shameful things cereal. at the dining hall. I would sometimes get like a treat food, like a piece of pizza, and then just like take a bite out of it and be like, no, and just throw it away and get I a salad out like, of sadness. I, I think, look, people like me, I think, made up for it by being like, I'm going to eat like six pieces of pizza i'm gonna eat like a full bowl of ice cream so i'm sure it balanced out in the end mm. but and they do put a little bit of laxatives in that food anyway do they i heard that somewhere but maybe it's a tall tale huh. that if they people are just eating so much that i think the concept was that you if you if there is something wrong with the food that it'll kind of go through the school quick <laughs> so to speak whoa um so that nobody gets like violently ill from it, like oh you can't, you can't like poison a whole school or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's actually true, or mm. even allow. I I don't know, but someone told me that once. Damn. And I remember being like, "Yeah, that makes sense." I'm really upset after every meal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good ever. Ugh, wow, I'm having some vivid memories of like the Yukon campus was huge, and just like committing to traveling like 30 to 40 minutes across campus just to get a specific food at a mm. specific dining hall because like each one would have like different special things on different nights and I would be like I gotta have I gotta have that wow just like taking that's the bus crazy there. that's great I mean it does sound great going to my brother's colleges experiencing a real college campus I did have a lot of regrets about going to city school where it's just like, yeah, there's one dining hall and it, it closes at like 6 yeah. p.m. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was fun. It was Go fun. Go ask Zach about why he stole those plates. I'm going to ask him. You know, I'm going to. Yeah. I, I want to know the story of them because it's like, like eight plates. It's a lot. No, we have like a full set. Yeah. I always assumed they were just like Ikea or something. No, those are Emerson College Dining Hall. Everything else. Wow, I can't wait to discover. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a tip for the listener? I would say my tip is if you've got a musical instrument around you, just go on and play it out loud. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Play it out loud. Doesn't matter if you're any good at it. Give it give some it attention. Some, give it some love. Let the spirit of the instrument thrive and live. Yeah. That's all it wants. Oh yeah, you don't want it to come to life and tell you about how lonely it is. No, my God, no. No, no. I would say my tip is be nice to your cat. Mm, that's don't true as well. And don't cut its tail off. No. And if you do, you deserve bad things. You deserve the cat. To bring back to life the corpse of your loved ones and puppeteer it into yes. your doom. If you hurt your cat, you do deserve that. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Mm. Um, all right. Well, email us at that's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at spiritpod. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at that's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. 
This is spiritpodcast.com. You could visit our website. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am so sleepy. I don't even know what I just said, but it's fine. That was all right. <laughs> uh, do all those things and we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you next week and we love you very much. We love you. And we'll see you in hell. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye.